Good morning, good morning. Breakfast today is sponsored by David E. Sit in honor of all the Rabbanim. And also it's sponsored in loving memory of Abraham Megidish. Lilunishmat Abraham Ben Huta. Sponsored by Sister Tamar Megidish. Ruach Hashem Tenichenu Began Eden. Our parasha begins with two words which I think, as we said yesterday, need to be expressed and explained. Kedoshim tihiyu, you should be holy. What, does the, what do those words mean? You should be holy. Now, in the world today, when we talk about holiness or spirituality, people imagine someone at the top of a mountain with his legs crossed, a guru, some sort of Buddhist monk, I don't know, lying with his eyes closed on top of a spike, you know, and not having the spike penetrate his body. You know, all these things that uh, today pass for spirituality. And you know what? It changes all the time. What is in vogue today for spirituality, tomorrow is this. Today people tell me, almost always, when the people say, I'm very spiritual. I say, oh, you're very spiritual? Do you do yoga? Yeah, yeah, I do, I do yoga, you know? So for them, yoga has become very spiritual. But the question is, what is spirituality? What is holiness? What is holiness according, according to Torah? This parasha, it is a litany of the most mitzvot of any parasha in the Torah. And one of the most important things to understand is that the process of holiness is really fulfilled by a person doing that which God asks of him. We've talked about this idea many times before, that the human nature is driven by one thing and one thing only, and that is the preservation of self. And since that is hardwired into every animal, the default position of a human being is to work and toil and think and defend and, uh, and collect for his own self-development and self-enjoyment. Kiddoshimti, you means to be separate from all humanity by expressing a life which is not built around that outlook. Now, I have to say, if we take a look and we see uh, the list of mitzvot, it, it's a complete range of things. I want to I, I just like lay out a few of them for you. We discussed yesterday, <coughs> honoring your parents in this week's parasha, keeping Shabbat is in this week's parasha, not doing things for idols, atifnu elinim is in this week's parasha. But besides that, all different mitzvot about kindness, leket, shikha, pe'ah, all in the parasha. Every one of these mitzvot, whether they're between man and God, or man and their fellow man, even man and his environment, man and his animal. It talks about, you can't have two animals working together where one animal is much stronger than the other because it's uncomfortable when they're pulling the yoke and one is pulling it forward and it's attached to two of them at the same time. You see, this concept, the perfect human being, is the blueprint that's being laid out in the, in the parasha of Kiddushim. Now the challenge always is, when a person is attempting to, be, to live a life like that, there's many things that unfortunately that tempt him away. So as an example, I have people all the time that tell me, Rabbi, I'm very inspired by this or by that, by a speech, by a Shabbat, by a, a life tragedy, and they tell me, I don't know what to do, what should I do first? What should I work on? So I always tell them something which I think it can be very helpful. You imagine someone who's in terrible shape. They're, everything is, you know, they have all sorts of problems. So what do they need to do? They, the doctor tells them if they don't exercise, they don't get in good shape, they're going to have a heart attack and die. About a minute. 
The guy says, okay. He turns up at the gym, never been to a gym in his life. He walks in, he sees the whole wall is lined with machines. He sees another whole wall with weights. Another whole wall with cardiovascular. The guy says, Shema Israel. This is Gehinnam, it's not a gym. Right? The guy, he's approached all of a sudden by a trainer. And the trainer says, sir, which machine do you want to use? And the guy says to the trainer, he says, look, I'll tell you the truth. The doctor told me I need to get in shape. Look at my flabby arms. Look at my oversized belly. It's so big, he got its own uh, zip code. Look at my legs, my everything. I can't stand up straight. I have no core strength. You know, I can't lift anything. I go up three stairs. I'm breathing. The guy says to him, he says, listen, he goes, so he says, what's the question? Of course you should uh, get in shape. He says, I just don't know which machine to use first. The guy says to this uh, overweight, obese, uh, unhealthy man, he says, look, why don't we target the biggest problem areas first? The biggest problem is that you're out of shape. We could work on, uh, you know, fine-tuning muscle definition, you know, in uh, a few, whatever, a few months, a few years' time. But right now, the first thing we need to do is the biggest problems that a person has. So when a person is trying to be a kadosh, so the first thing they have to look at is in trying to see, the Torah gives you, here, look at this list of mitzvot. It covers the gamut of human interaction with oneself, with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, with our fellow man. What is it that seems to be the biggest challenge? Now, I always say, that's for a guy who's sick. If a person is sick, let's say he knows he's a ganav. He does most things good, but he knows he's not honest. Let's say the guy is, uh, what's it called? Uh, he's uh, someone who has no respect for other people. So he knows what he needs to work on. If he has a terrible problem with anger, he has a terrible problem, God forbid, with violence. It's very easy what the first muscles he needs to work on is. But what happens if a person's a regular nice guy? I think most people in this synagogue that I've met, you know, they're, they're nice guys. Maybe that's because we have William at the door. If the guy's going to beat you up, <laughs> William doesn't let him in. But we have, what's it called? We have most people, you know, good guys. So you know what? I have an exercise that I like to give people. And this exercise helps you identify what it is that is your life's journey, is your journey towards perfection. The Chachamim point out that if you look at the expression in the Pasuk, it says, Kiddoshim Tihiyu. Tihiyu means you should be in the future. Now, why is it telling me you should be in the future? Shouldn't it say, Kiddoshim, hey you, be holy. Not you should be holy in the future. Otherwise, you're liable to be getting caught in the trap of uh, the diet starts tomorrow, I'll go to the gym tomorrow, I'll run tomorrow. Why is it saying, Kiddoshim, you should be in the future? And the answer is that no matter where a person is, no matter what a person achieves, there's always another Kiddoshim to you, another gate in front of them. Something more to achieve, something more to strive for. So in this lifelong mission of perfection, of being separate from the herd, the pack, you know, the, uh, the mob, if you will, what does a person do to achieve, to find this out? So I have the fo following mashal I love to give. I ask a person, I have in my pocket over here some magical pills that were given to me by a mikubal slash navi. Now I'll sketch one, a real one. I don't really have these pills in my pocket. I see some of you want to mug me. Either way, I have these pills in my pocket, okay? I pull out the pill. It's a perfect pill. I tell you, fadal. Here, drink it down with some water and have it with some food. I want you to imagine taking the pill. I, whether you should take it or not is a whole other question. 
But imagine you take this pill. You're going to wake up the next morning, be perfect. You guys think, thinking, wow, imagine the perfect pill. Okay? So I said to him, now you went to sleep. Could you imagine going to sleep, how excited you're going to be? You know, tomorrow morning, wake up, I'm perfect. If you want to know what you need to work on, so all you need to imagine is what changed when you woke up in the morning. You took a perfect pill, everything is perfect. Okay, so what changed? What changed about your life now that you took this pill that everything is perfect? What changed? Those areas, those gaps, now I know, I can write them down. I know that I'm going to have a better relationship with my father, with my mother. I know that I'm going to call my sister who's, uh, I don't know, in prison once a week. I'm going to call, you know, I'm going to make sure to get in touch with that rabbi or that person that changed my life. I never thanked him properly. He did such a, you know, effort for me. I'm going to call him today, make sure. All the things that would have changed between you and without, those are the things. You write yourself a list. Doesn't mean you work all of them on one day. You pick the big ones first, you knock them out of the park. Rabotai, unless a person is focused on Kedoshim to you, I want to be holy tomorrow, they'll never be holy. They'll never get this, this job, this avodah started. And if, as we said over the last couple of days, this injunction is for everybody, for everybody has this job, not just a rabbi, everybody's got this job. So if that's the case, so I always ask people, what does it look like? What does today look like? if tomorrow you want to be perfect. What is, because you're not going to get there with a pill because that's just an example. So what do you need to do now? What can you do now to start that? I remember reading something remarkable. The Rav Shlomo Volvo was one of the, the great Musar uh, giants in our generation. And a guy came to me and he said, Rabbi, I'm having terrible trouble. I can't stop speaking Lashon Hara. <laughs> Who is that? All of us. I can't stop speaking Lashon Hara, he says. What should I do? He says, I tried the not doing it for an hour. You know, it was great. But after the hour, I made up double for the Lajonara because I was holding back. What should I do? And the rabbi told him, I want you every day to do three acts of kindness. And the guy says, Menen Luen. The problem is not the being kind. The rabbi said, the problem of Lajonara is not in your tongue. It's in your heart. If you're in your heart a person that's constantly trying to help people, if you're looking for opportunities to help people all the time, eventually, speaking less Lashon just falls off your radar because you've changed the internal mechanism in order to be able to get there. Kedoshim Tihiyu, I think there's an even deeper knowledge and wisdom in those words. Kedoshim Tihiyu, meaning you will be Kedosh tomorrow, is don't think that you need to change the thing, the external manifestation today. Don't worry about that right now. Of course, as best as you can, try. But if you could fix the switch inside, change the gear inside, then tomorrow everything just actually fades away and you're, uh, you're left with something, something very powerful. Now, I just want to end um, with one line, with one line of Kiddushah. I'll never forget this guy. I don't know his name, but I'll never forget him. In Israel, there's a custom... And the custom goes that when you see a car driving by on Shabbat, if you're uh, very religious, what do you do? You say, Shabbos! I don't know if you've ever seen this. It's actually remarkable. Go to the really, really religious areas. A car drives by. 
Shabbos. You know, if they're very religious, very, you know, then they throw stones. So one time I asked the kid, I said, you know, the stone is muktzeh. Maybe I should shout Shabbos at you. So the kid says, no, no, I set them aside before Shabbat. <laughs> Shema Yisrael. Hashem should save us, right? Anyway, so one of the things I noticed, unbelievable, is a, a man walking down Rehov Barilan. He was an elderly gentleman. His face was shining like a purity of light, like you only see in what they call Yakire Yudushalayim, in the beautiful people, the Sadiqim of Jerusalem, the people who live simple, spiritual lives. Their whole life is surrounded with Torah, Mitzvot. Every day they're at the Kotel, they're praying. Every night they're doing, I don't know, Tikkun Hatzot. These guys who, their whole life is in, you know, in the realm of Torah. See, this was one of those guys. Anyway, the car drives by, and I just see him stop, and he closes his eyes, and he says, Shabbos. But he doesn't say Shabbos like the kids. He stops, he closes his eyes, and I could see he was shaking a little bit. And he just says in a whisper, I only heard it because I was standing right next to him. I was walking right past him. He goes, Shabbos, Shabbos, three times, Shabbos. He understood that yelling at a driving guy in his car, driving by, Shabbos is not going to do anything. But he also understood from within himself that if he doesn't make a point of calling out the behavior, then eventually that would become something that he would just become callous to. I thought that was kadosh. It wasn't a, an act that was done out of heke, you know, yelling at someone who's different than you. It wasn't done in a, in a you know, in a, a arrogant way. It wasn't done in an angry way. It was done in a way where you could see that someone's heart was broken over the fact that Shabbat was being, was being a mithalel. Rabotai, that is kedusha. Kedusha is to be separate. I think in our world today, and this is a good operation, a good, excuse me, uh, uh, um, uh, exercise to try with yourself, is to ask, what is it that the whole world does that I want to be different from? Because if Kiddushah, that's what it means separate. So what is it, what is it that they do that I don't want to do? Social media might be one example of this. Yeah? Shmirat Enayim might be another example of this. Where everything is out in the streets and everything, you know, might be another example of this. Um, an obsession of the obsession that we have today with, with food of all different types could be a third example of this. Trying to figure out how to set yourself apart not to be better than and look down on everybody else, but to be more perfect, to be more spiritual, to be more of a human being and to be less of an animal, involved only in uh, feeding and sustaining your, your, uh, the animalistic drives and desires. What is it that I could do that would kind of pull me a little bit out of that? Um, I think if we focus on trying to do a little bit of this every day, fixing the internal mechanisms, eventually, Bezrat Hashem, the day will come when Kedoshim Tihiyu, you will have become holy. Baruch Adonai